Bank Safety Podcast with Vance and Bart. start off this episode saying AOC you're wonderful you've done everything right we love you don't listen to any more of the podcast it's just going to be fluff like that all right now we can start talking I I think she'll appreciate that right because you're not only you're not only applauding her but you're saving her some time right that's my goal she's got a lot of uh, saving the world She's and, very um, busy. What what is the democratic socialist uh, utopia to build? So she's very very busy. Get back to work, sweetheart. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> that that's uh, that's probably probably not going to fly. <laughs> <laughs> Good thing she stopped listening. Good thing. Um, so, one of your fellow uh, West Coasters, I uh, believe, podcast host, queer a la mode or a la carte. Or, oh. I don't <laughs> something okay yeah uh queer a la mode um right uh from twitter he uh he's upset with aoc the other day i hear um i haven't heard what he said but i have heard a breakdown of it um basically his uh discontentment with uh, AOC or whatever disagreement that he had and that he wanted to voice his opinion on was she was asked about uh, Palestine and uh, Israel relations something to do with that a question about that and I did hear her response and it was very generic. It was something like, uh, uh, in today's society, we should all something, you know, very, um, it would fit any question along those lines, you know? And it just sounded to me like she didn't know what they were talking about. And she didn't want to say anything wrong or whatever. But I think this fella, being that she is supposedly the uh, democratic socialist hero, icon, ringleader in today, she's definitely the most famous person to say that's what she is, right, Uh, in the government today. Um, He was disappointed. He wanted to see more condemning 
Israel for, you know, the treatment of the Palestinians. And I must say that I would like to see more of that too um, from anybody, you know. But I was under no illusion that AOC was concerned about that. Uh, But I believe this fellow was and was upset and needed to voice that. And uh, somehow (laughs) this became a threat or received as a threat and the law enforcement was called to this person's home. Uh, Another detail I've heard is that they didn't, he, he was under this alias. He didn't list from what I can tell, he didn't list his name. So we all know there's video facial recognition that they say they're not using in law enforcement, but we, we all know that's not true, right? Uh, I would hope that nobody is under the illusion that our government is not invading our privacy. Um, now, anyway, now, what's up? Now that said, I, I just uh, I think it, I think it might be worth noting that his identity is is somewhat known. I think some folks know who he is, but you're saying that he had he had police officers come to his house, right, to question him. Apparently, they f- deemed him uh, a credible threat to AOC's safety. Which I, all of the other stuff aside, I find it funny that like these armed thugs can come to your your property when you're in your home on your property, come up to your door and deem you a threat to somebody across the country when they're invading your private property. But so did he? did he threaten her in some way? Cause like I say, I've, I've, I've followed him a bit and he, um, you know, he talks about underwhelming takes by some of the people on the left. I think he's mm-hmm. underwhelmed by Biden and a lot of the quote unquote left and even thinks that, you know, Bernie is not quite there, but did he, did he threaten her or like, I have not, heard nor seen any uh any takes saying that he threatened her now i do believe it was he did speak out strongly against the way that she treated a question like that but i don't think there was any threats no if i'm proven wrong i mean whatever i don't whatever right i mean even if there was a threat you would have to deem it a credible threat and from what i can tell this guy is not somebody who has shown any credible threats of violence against anybody that he's spoken out against so 
Right. So she's the credible she's part is out the window, even so if she did say something. So she sent police officers to his house because he attacked her by way of maybe a threat yeah. at best at worst a him saying Attack on her character. Under, yeah. yeah um so you've got this democratic socialist side of the left that has been growing in popularity and the you know every time that you hear somebody on the right say socialism doesn't work look at stalin look at mao look at whatever right they always say this is different this is democratic socialism is different it's not authoritarian uh so I want to bring it to all these people's attention that this is exactly the same as Mao, Stalin, whatever. This is authoritarian. This is a congresswoman. There are hundreds of congress people, you know. This, she's not that big of a deal and she's sending armed thugs to private property when they speak out or criticize her in any way. <clears throat> so this is not showing those people who may be critical of socialism that there is a non-authoritarian way of doing that because you are the face AOC. Uh, whether you like it or not, that's what you've made yourself. So, um, and I would also say AOC learn about stuff like Palestine. Um, if you want to consider yourself fringe, the one thing that the real democratic socialist and the real anarcho-capitalist agree on is these stupid wars and oppressing people through state power is wrong. And uh, you should know that. <clears throat> you should be able to talk about that. So, so <clears throat> if, if she if she sends folks, is this supposed to be some sort of like, what's the, what's the idea here? Like what's her goal? Like if she sends someone to go to his house, like what is the goal for, for him to get Feel, online and like send a message or. I think it's just a threat. It's, it's like, uh, you know, even if he gets out that she did it, it's, you know, it's a message to other people. Uh, you know, if you're going to be, if you're going to tow the party line, you need to tow the party line. Don't, you know, don't speak out against me. Uh, like I'm trying to rise to power here. 
I'm going to F that up for me. Huh? That's what I think it is. I mean, it's, it's just like, uh, the police officer in your neighborhood, you know, they, <laughs> you know, Another do- nobody's dog's gonna shit in my grass, you know, because I'm I'm a cop, you know. That whole I don't know. It's just being in a in a place of authority and showing it. That's what I think. That is. So let's say let's say she gets what she wants. And the the police go there and rile this person up enough to do something truly illegal mm-hmm. and then arrest them. Mm-hmm. How does that not serve to make this person a martyr? Well... I think the goal is just like with fascism and communism, it's which we have we're in now, but um, you know, you have to, you have to make the population scared to speak out. Right. And then you have to take power fast when you do that, you don't want you don't want the uprising to happen, and then you not make it. Um, I think it's a timing game. I also think sometimes they're just feeling the waters, right? Seeing what they can get away with, what the people will speak out against, and what they won't, right? That's why they're always testing. That's why they're always moving forward with power because they test, test, test. Oh, I can get away with that now. They do it, right? Uh, and then it becomes a norm. But it, I mean, this isn't a knock on her any more than it is on any of the other people on the right or the left. It's, it's if you do this. Um, whether you're trying to claim that you're a, a soft form of socialism or a or somebody who believes in freedom, like this isn't neither of those things. <laughs> this is something that we don't want. Um, it makes it hard for me to to see a a way um, a way out of this like a way for America to get out of this I think it's too far I mean the fact that a congressperson can do that somebody across the country it, I don't I don't think there's any way back from that I think it's just got to collapse or split up. The country's got to split up or something. Because I don't want there to be a war. But this is kind of shit. This is the kind of shit that makes people angry. 
I don't want violence. I just want to be free. I mean, I think there's a lot of people out there that just want freedom or liberty or whatever word you have for it. Uh, but I also think there's a lot of people out there that want or think they want um, what AOC is selling. So, I mean, what do you do? Uh, my, now, I think the best outcome would be to 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 separate. <laughs> now, has she made any announcements or anything as far as like being aware that this took place? Like, did she? Is she denying that she ordered it? Is she? Saying, uh, do you know? I mean, all, it's been on the news or multiple outlets have been reporting on it all day. I haven't heard anybody say that she denied it. Uh, I think she'd probably more likely try to justify her fear. It seems to be her MO, right? Um, when she talks about the so-called insurrection of unarmed people taking selfies in the Capitol, she, uh, you know, she played that up, why she was so afraid of these evil people, you know? And made up all kinds of shit about that, saying how scared she was hiding behind a desk in a place that she wasn't at. But whatever. Um, I think that would probably be her move. But I'm just speculating, just from past experience. Well, I think because she has been so iffy on police and defunding them and all that stuff, especially with... um, so I, I have fall, I, I haven't heard this story, but I have heard the story about the, the gentleman in Minnesota who was uh, shot by police uh, recently. <laughs> so I, I'm sure that she will probably honestly, she will probably deny it that mm-hmm. she sent it because it would be really easy for her to just say, "I didn't order that." Um, yeah. Or, or even just have a representative say that she didn't because you say a lot of outlets are covering this because I'm sure they would just want it to go away so that she doesn't have to make a statement. Yeah, well, when I say it's been reported on all day, I, I mean like... <laughs> any outlet you would read? Yeah, I, I don't mean anything on mainstream. I don't expect anything on the mainstream to do anything but carry carry the card for the establishment, whether it's left or right. So I imagine that Fox news will cover it and then have a spin on it where they don't come to the conclusion that there's anything wrong with the authority to be able to do that. You know what I mean? Like Fox news will say like AOC is dumb and a liar and not, and not say, why do we live in a place where she can do that? Yeah, like so even that, if she, you know, like there's going to be Hitler was going to be born anyway. Hitler was born. If Hitler didn't have power, he would have just been a grumpy dude with a weird mustache. 
and we could still yeah we could still name our kids Adolf, but now we can't. A grumpy uh, artist, right? An accomplished, right? So, I guess that does raise that question. Then, so the, what? What is that measure of uh, of safety necessary? Because let's, for sake of argument, say that this is not a police uh, issue. Let's say that that the police are in place and they're a private company and they're held to some sort of a standard and okay. someone believes that they have received a credible threat and they send private security to go assess this threat. I think you would have to deem it. You would have to show a ton of evidence that it was credible in a society like that. Because the company would not want to do it unless it was really credible because they're going to be liable for invading somebody's private property if they're wrong. I mean, I think that's that's the big thing about it is it's private property. So, like, in a world like that, private property means something. Therefore, you're not going to come onto their property and call them a threat. They haven't even left their property to do anything, right? You've left your property to come to them. Well, let's, let's, let's give a, a little bit of space here, right? So if, if they visit him at his home and he's, you know, inside of his house there or, or a, or apartment, condo, whatever it is. Right. Um, even if he doesn't own it and he's just living with someone or renting, regardless, the box that he considers his domicile, if he's inside of that, th- there is this certain understanding that you can knock on someone's door, though, right? As, a, as an inquiring mind. Yeah. I, I imagine you could knock and ask. Do you think Maybe that you that's do, what? Right? Do you think that's what happened, though? Well, I mean, you just—I I, maybe, but there was an armed. It was armed law, you know, government lawmen that they have the monopoly on violence. Like you can't defend yourself against them. That's the difference, right? Mm. Where if it's just somebody coming up to ask you right like another normal person like me or you go up to him and say hey man were you like like are you gonna do something to aoc if i get violent with him he's got as much right or more right to get violent back with me because it's his property it's his home right it's a uh, standard ground and all that, right? Right, but there is, in, there is no standard ground. Police with the officer, cops. it's completely different. So that that's the difference. So, I mean, yeah, maybe their intentions were right, but they were coming from a place of monopoly, violent monopoly. So, the intimidation factor, the violence under threat was uh, was there with their presence 
Right. I will kill you if you don't uh, consent or, you know, uh, whatever, become subservient, whatever terminology you want to use, right? I can and will kill you. It's there. It walks around with them. And I will kill you, and there's nothing you or your family can do about it. Or passerby on the street. I mean, look at George Floyd. We're sitting here watching this trial talking about are they going to riot over whatever. There were people standing there yelling, get off of him, he can't breathe, all around that cop. You could hear him saying it in the video. But no, but every the threat of that man's violence and the recourse that would happen if they kicked him or punched him off of that man was so much so that those people screaming, crying, watch that man die, and any of them could have kicked him. But it was what would have happened after that, right? Or if it was the normal citizen doing that, right? You could I, I know I've done it. I've I've been involved in a third party in a fight where I felt like somebody is taking it way further than it needed to go and I've laid a guy out just to what I felt save another guy's life. And it that's all it was. It was that and then you know, we fired the guys that were at work, right? And nobody went to prison for life. Nobody died. It was two men having an argument, and then... But there was no monopoly on violence with any pawn or player in that game there. So the outcome was for the most part, positive or as positive as it could be in that situation. <clears throat> so there's a little bit of the NSA ish piece that you alluded to here. Um, I think his name and info is somewhat public. So that it might've been easy for them to find him, but admittedly, I wouldn't know where he lived. So I'm, I'm curious about them having the ability to find him as a person from an online persona and yeah. also just approach him at his home, which uh, is nowhere near the capital. No, uh, I mean, what I understand, he's in California. So, yeah, so what what police came if it wasn't the Capitol Police? I believe it was the Capitol Police, which is really strange in my eyes, right? Wait, what? That's, I mean, the first report, the first story I heard about it, the Capitol Police contacted the local police to him, right? But then every other description of the situation that I heard after that 
through my news outlets. It was the Capitol Police that actually showed up. I mean, uh, honestly, (laughs) I'm trying to get a little bit to the devil of the the details there, but even then, I don't know that it really matters the distinction, right? Like, whether the Capitol Police sent local authorities or the Capitol Police went out, both... One is just more complicated than the other. Uh, neither are really appropriate here. I'm, I'm just. I think I actually feel worse source. about the proper channels. I think I feel worse about them contacting the local police and then the local police doing the bidding, right? Because like, that's another group of people that could have said no. There's no. Right. It's another le- level of sign off, right? It's another level of someone who could have been like. Wait, what did he do? He yeah. he tweeted at her. Yeah, I'm not doing. It. I'm yeah. Like, no, I'm not going over there. So, but but then again, so um, we have done this to ourselves a little bit, right? So with the insurrection, with the January sixth, I believe it was the the Capitol riots, right? With <laughs> Yeah, if you want to call it that. <laughs> so with with this event, we've set a foundation for anyone who tweets anything against a politician is considered a credible threat. So these police might not have known the content of the tweet. So maybe this is happening with some regularity. It's just that this one is notable because it's someone who doesn't fall under the right wing umbrella. Right. Yeah. So it's, it's, I mean, that's not a defense on (laughs) the policy. I I, I don't imagine that that's what you're getting at. Right. You're not, if this is happening more, (laughs) This is happening, happening a lot more. It's than happening we're more to the about. right. Like, so, what are you worried about? Like, um, I mean, yeah, I think it's happening a lot. I mean, I know it's happening a lot. I mean, as soon as they come up with the red flag laws, they, I mean, it was what four days or something right after they came up with red flag law and. What Maryland, Minnesota, Maryland? One of those, one of those M places, <laughs> Michigan, <laughs> where they, you know, they shot and killed the man because he was. They woke him up at four in the morning. He's confused. Bunch of people yelling. Some old man. He's and he, bunch of people yelling at his door and banging. He come to the door with his gun on his hip. It wasn't drawn or anything. He shot him dead right in his doorstep because somebody called the law and said, no, he hasn't broke any laws, but we don't feel like he mentally should have a gun. So they killed him. That's what you're advocating for if you're okay with any of this. It's not... It's not about saving. 
n- people like me aren't out to save the people who are just about to go shoot up a school with their trench coats on. People like me are trying to save those kids before they ever get mad enough to do that. And uh, by giving them freedom, they're locked in a world. Those kind of kids that we're all afraid of, who are screaming guns need to be taken away from law abiding citizens for some reason because of them. They were locked in a world where they had to go to a public school, where they didn't fit in, where they weren't getting what they needed. They didn't have it at home. They didn't have it at school. They didn't fit in anywhere. And they were angry, and they were going through puberty. And it's fucking weird, man, when you're that age. And I add this whole COVID thing on top of it. I can't imagine what these kids are going through right now. And... The answer to them and their problems isn't taking guns away from people who have guns. It's it's stopping it's stopping this cubicle treatment of our kids where they like we're all sending them to the same schools to learn the same things, to be the same yes people, to be I'm sorry, but Humans aren't built that way. Some people are can thrive in that situation, but a lot of us can't. And these kids are going through a change in their life, and they might not have a good home life, and they might not have this, or they might not have that. Their kid, you know, their dad might be in prison because he had a voluntary interaction with another human and sold him some drugs, you know, and. We're talking about let's pull guns away. Let's take guns from people. Let's take self-defense weapons away from people and then give them this so-called protection, the police, in lieu of it. No, thank you. No, thank you. And we're not even addressing the fucking kids here. Sit here and say we're all about the kids. We're not addressing what the problem is. And it's it's you it's your fucking central planning. Like these kids don't want you to dictate what their life is. They want to pick something. They want to choose. They want to feel like they contributed to where their life is going. And we're saying, no, you can pick the vocational lane or the the cubicle lane fuck <laughs> ever right like you're gonna work at a factory or you're gonna look here it's pathetic man these kids feel hopeless so and then bad ideas fester We all had bad ideas when we were that age. Not, I, I hope not, not to the level that these kids who shot up schools had, but I had some pretty fucking bad ideas. I did too. Uh, I was violent sometimes when I shouldn't have been. 
I was angry. I didn't have the respect for earned property that I have today. I made mistakes. But I never let anybody tell me who I had to be. Mm. But that created a lot of conflict in my life. I had to fight every day about that uh, with some person that I was supposed to look up to, whether it be in school, at home, anywhere. Um, <clears throat> but most kids, they just they hit too many walls. Uh, their parents never say, yeah, you're right. That adult was wrong. Um, and they just eventually feel hopeless. Then we're talking about taking guns away and these police that show up at your house when AOC is upset at you or your, or your savior. That's not a world that these kids want to grow up in at least not those ones I, I think there was there was a time that we could have saved those trench coat mafia kids and they might have after puberty or what like whatever like they might have gotten to the other side of whatever that was they were going through they might have become very you know, productive people in society as opposed to what happened. And I'm not saying like, let's not condemn what they did or let's, let's call them good people. <laughs> like, they, they crossed that line to being bad people. Uh, but they were also young and society had a part in that we all had a part in that parents people media everybody who's advocated for teacher unions all of it teacher unions are a lot of the reason why we don't have any type of school choice because they want they like that power and they're entrenched in the public school system. So like, it might seem minuscule, right? The, oh, the evil that the unions do is so little. But look the the big outcome of what has happened from it. Look at, uh, look at electing George Bush. I mean... If we didn't elect George Bush and we didn't go back to war in Iraq, do you think Donald Trump would have ever been president? I don't. Hard to say. I don't think that we would have gotten to that point. I think that there would have been without all these wars and without all this spending and without all this you know, sucking the wealth out of the people. I don't think that we would have been to this anger point that we are today. 
are the tipping point that we are today. There's consequences that are beyond monetary. Uh, and I know us libertarians, you know, you talk to me, anarcho-capitalists all the time, right? And, you know, we focus on the Fed and the money and the, because you can follow the money and see who has the power and see why we're doing these evil things. And that's why we get hyper-focused on it, right? To an autistic level, right? It's but, easy to track you because of a lot of the things that you're talking about, these other consequences, these externalities, they're a bit harder to track, a bit harder to put, you know, in, into a quantitative way. They're a bit mm-hmm. harder to put metrics around. So I understand that. Yeah. It, money, money makes sense. It's just math. Right. And then, you know, we get focused on that, but we need to understand or the right, the left, the people I'm talking to today that are, were one of those two things that are okay. Maybe the system doesn't work anymore. Like we're not, we're not here to hurt people. We have an enemy. And we are going to fight, and it's going to be brutal, whether it's physical or hopefully peaceful. And that enemy is government, the monopoly on violence that we have today. Uh, Definition of government in a voluntary sense, I have no desire to fight that. (laughs) I mean, there are some definitions of government that are that do include a voluntary government. I have no desire to fight that. If you voluntarily become part of a dictatorship that you can leave, you know what I mean? Like, I have no quarrel with that, right? But um, we have this enemy, and it's going to be brutal i mean think about it the the little bit of traction you get i mean scott uh scott peterson that's his name yeah which which one are you talking about the guy who killed his wife no then i'm talking about somebody else who the fuck did they they um red skull the red skull captain america's arch enemy they have, you know, now that uh, Lee's dead, Disney owns it, and they've made it like this ultra left thing or what. Like they've named one of these conservative speakers, maybe even partially libertarian speakers, that's famous on YouTube or whatever. They've modeled the Red Skull directly after him. Like it's not even hidden. It is that is who he is. Instead of Hitler, now it's it's him. <clears throat> Interesting. I have to look it up. Dude, Michael Malice was just on his show, so and he's been making jokes about it. So he's taking it well. <laughs> <laughs> I probably would too. <laughs> 
Okay, well then that's something to look into. Right. Uh, yeah. Whoever it is that we're basing the, he, he's like a conservative commentator. It's like a YouTuber. Yeah, I think he's like a, a right leaning. I think he's a conservative leaning libertarian type guy. Interesting. Okay. He's not a libertarian, but he's like as close as a right guy can be. Hmm. So. Says less government, at least, in his words. Yeah. Uh, no, I mean, he really speaks out against big government. I just think he has some sort of blue-pilled belief that government will restrict itself. If the right person gets in office, you know what I mean? Yeah. So then uh, maybe that's the uh, maybe that's the discussion for next week then. So uh, what should we what should we take away this week? AOC, we love you. <laughs> yeah, if you've picked if uh, if you're just joining us, AOC, you are the best. You are. Keep on uh, keeping on there, sweet darling. It's a trap, and there's no good.